Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Throwing Stones podcast. I am Chad Merritt, and I am here at the McKinley Eagles once again with Matt Miller and Scott Campbell. We have a very exciting episode for you today on this Masters weekend, covering a lot of topics, everything from drinking coffee to the NFL draft. It's going to be a fun-filled show for you. Hope you enjoy it. That was terrific, Chad. Great, Great job. job. Thank you. So who wants to start us off? I mean, I'll start. Um, so it's it's uh, been well documented in our small circle of friends here that I've recently started a relationship with coffee. Mm. Kind of held out for a long time. Other people drink coffee, talking about drinking coffee. I had no interest whatsoever. Now I am getting I'm pretty deep. Yeah, into uh, the coffee game. Now, do you make your own or do you buy it? Well, I will say I'm no I'm no connoisseur of coffee, so I am like Keurig K cup. I just give me something to to drink. Yeah, what work. brand do you use? Uh, Mark's brand. <laughs> <laughs> and Nancy Brunker in the library brews a pot of coffee every day. I head up there and and pour myself. I think she uses grounds and they are uh dunkin donuts breakfast blend okay something along those lines but i don't i don't have enough to dial in on like a style you know i know there's colombian dark roast medium light i can't tell the difference between any of them um trying to cut back on like pouring a bunch of stuff in there like cream sugar and whatnot we're getting more health conscious. Yeah. But I think, you know, a couple cups of coffee, I can work till one o'clock in the afternoon. That's right. And I don't get hungry. So for 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 those of you that don't know, me and Matt are kind of on the same same path here. Uh, Newbies. Yes. I recently went on a trip with my brother. He pretty much shamed me and that I'm living a horribly unhealthy life. And he said, you know, one of the things you got to do is you got you got to start doing with you know, this coffee, he said it's a game changer for him. So I, I got what that he drinks it. Oh, or? yeah. Yeah. And Matt was like much like us. He did not start maybe until a year ago, maybe a, maybe a year and a half ago. But I, I think it was I think it was probably a year ago. Uh, what? Go ahead. Do you have a reason? Why is that? Like, why were you holding out? I agree. I don't know if it was like I was like a sweet guy and I always liked like I, I did the, like the probiotic drinks. So, you know, a couple of years ago, I started like I tried the Avocare thing. Right. The Avoc- Avocare thing came with like the spark drink. And the spark drink was okay. like. Shout out Nate Carr. <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, it was grape and I liked it. But I, I don't know why. I think it's an acquired taste and I just did not yeah. like it. My brother gave me something on the trip and I was like, this is I could drink this. This is something that I that I could drink. So. Unlike Matt, there is a we we drink bulletproof coffee. Okay, so that is the grounds you, you put say in. we, your brother and yourself, your family. Because I don't well, I should say this. Lauren and I are okay. now doing this every morning. Mm. So we, we do that, we put the collagen in. So in my cup, I have the the dark roast. Pour it. I pour you I just brew it like in a pot. Yep. Just a regular uh coffee maker. Put the collagen in. Uh, and then I put um, there's a product called Laird's Superfood Creamer, and it's amazing. Mm. So I put it in. So I don't put any of the like a milk or anything. I think it's lactose free. So I put that in there, and then um, some MCT oil. Oh man! And I want to ask what all these things are, and what do they do, and why? I know this. I know I'm probably just just drinking stuff not knowing really what it is but i know the collagen is for your gut health and for those of you guys know i've had gi issues in the past Uh, it's one of those things that i do think probably started with the spark drinks i'm not gonna sit here and and go yeah go against avocare i'm not doing that i don't know what it was but i got a guy (laughs) i know a lawyer (laughs) yeah yeah but i will say this Drinking this coffee, I don't feel any of that. Like, I used to get bloated. I think I told you this before. Yeah. Like, I used to get bloated. I used to be – and then I, I think I, like, ate to make it, my stomach feel better. But 
It's been really good. And then the MCT oil I do know is for your brain and to curb cravings. Mm. So, and I will say if I drink a, uh, a cup of it, I am usually, I'm good till probably dinner time. If I wanted to, I don't think that's recommended, but uh, it's been really good. And I, I, I'm totally on it. And then, you know what else? Lauren has one of these things that is like a, uh, a frother. Oh, okay. have you ever dealt with that trap? No. no. In all your years? No. So basically it's like a, a handheld. I mean, I've gotten frothy like before mm. a game, like frothing uh, at the mouth like uh, that. You, you North Vietnam people. Chad, mad dog, <laughs> Merritt over there in the corner. <laughs> What's why is beef drooling? Uh, so anyways, it's like a, uh, you probably have seen like a handheld mixer. It's just like oh, yeah, a yeah. single thing and it goes around. Yeah, yeah. This thing is like a very small, you press the button on the top and then there's like a little uh, metal. It almost looks like the inside of a pen. Okay. Down. And then on the bottom it has like this like wire, wirely whiskey thing that it just whisks it up and it, it does. It just foams it up. Well, wait a minute. Time. Is bulletproof coffee even coffee? This says the best bulletproof coffee. You put butter in your coffee because like a keto thing. No, that's yeah. It's it is part of the keto thing. I don't, and I don't even think it's. I don't think it's butter. It's supposed to be uh, ghee. Yes. You're, yeah. I don't know you what that can is. put. You can put. I ghee. wear a ghee. Yeah. When I do jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. There you go. How is that? Do you know how that's spelled? Is it G G I? Oh, this is G G H E E, right, Chad? Yes. All right. So keto, I'm flirting with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, reading I a, I'm reading a book right now. Yeah, uh, it's very interesting. Mark Sisson, Keto Reset, 21 Day Keto Reset. In that G- was Joe Rogan. Uh, it's a Joe Rogan guest recently. Well, Joe Thomas swears by it. Really? Yes. That intermittent fasting. Well, I'm a little bit different than you guys. I'm a little further ahead on my coffee journey. Mm. I only drink the uh, Kopi Luwak coffee. I don't know if you've heard of this. <laughs> really? It's... Uh, Really, it's coffee beans that have been eaten and defecated out by the Asian <laughs> palm civet. Um, What's palm civet? Uh, it's it's the name of an animal. Um, Paradoxorus hermaphroditus is the scientific <laughs> name, if you need to know. And what happens is the coffee bean gets fermented as it passes through the digestive tract of this animal and then they're collected and then we use it for coffee so i get it's a little more expensive sure um but i I get that and uh well they wash it off it's all good oh Uh, and it's just this incredibly smooth rich taste that uh i'll have a cup first thing in the morning and it's good stuff Are those beans uh, responsibly harvested from the <laughs> paradoxical hermaphrodite? You know, they're, they're finding it in the wild. No, actually, I, I've been drinking coffee for a long time now, yeah. and I'm a cream and sugar guy. Probably need to cut that out. I've been going less and less sugar, but always 8 o'clock coffee company, hazelnut. Okay. Always. I'll have to if ask my guy at Speedway if he has those uh, poop beans. Yeah, yeah. They probably don't carry that. Well, that, that's not really a gas station scene. That's probably something you need to get at a little boutique in Chagrin Falls or something. Ah, yes. I see. Are you speaking from experience over the weekend? We're <laughs> no. not ready for the youth sports no, uh, no, topic. No, not yet. Not yet. So when, when we were diving into this, I know Lauren is a huge chocolate fan. So the, the Laird's Superfeed Creamer that we're using, she's using a cocoa flavor one mm-hmm. my brother had hazelnut when he used that mm-hmm. so it, it was good how'd you dial in on this specific flavor that you like like did it just happen over time or was that specifically you were like ruling out i don't like colombian because it's too bitter i don't like this arabica's doesn't i don't like that i think i just i had a keurig and mm. i would try different ones i okay. got to this one um, I used to like when I had just a pot, it was chock full of nuts I liked, but then I got the Keurig and they didn't really have the K-Cups for that. I found this one. And then as I like, you know, people give you gifts like yeah, at Christmas God. time yeah, sure. and, and a lot of times they give you coffee. And I'm like, I don't really like that. I don't like that. Yeah. I just like this. I know, I know what I'm going to get every morning. Yeah. And I do it a certain way. Like I have this Yeti Rambler and I go to the medium cup and then I go to the small cup. 
out of the same pod. Like you just lift up the lid mm-hmm. and put it back down and it gives it all the way up one a day. That's all I need. Yeah. I don't know. I think that uh, my aversion to coffee and why it's gone, why I've gone this long without, there was something about, there was something about uh, not wanting to have to have something to start my day. Get you going. And yeah, like, I don't know. I didn't want to fall into that, like, dependency. Mm. And I don't think I'm, you know, I don't feel like I'm sliding that direction. There's days that I go and I don't drink coffee. I don't feel any worse for the wear. But um, I think that was where I, where my holdout was. Yeah. Of the whole like, oh, I just I need my coffee or before I, I can have it before I can do anything. But uh, I don't know. Flirting with the keto thing. We'll see where that journey goes. That's probably a topic for another day. Um, well, the other good thing about coffee is rumor has it that there are enzymes in coffee that protect your liver. Okay. Do this have restorative properties? I've done plenty of damage. <laughs> uh, it, it's an old, I don't know, it's an old wives' tale. It makes a, so when your body digests caffeine, it makes a chemical called paraxanthine that slows the growth of the scar tissue involved in fibrosis. It may help you fight liver cancer and alcohol related cirrhosis. Okay. Well, how about that? That's from WebMD. Well, so you know it's legit. Yeah. <laughs> Take that one to the bank. All right. So so when in the morning, though, what I'm doing is a 20-ounce Yeti Rambler. Yeah, same. Mm. So every morning I wake up, quarter to five. Well, I don't have a Yeti. I have a uh, Ozark Trail from Walmart. Same thing. Okay. Bullshit. <laughs> North Can guy. You got a gold-plated Rambler. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> So I uh, I drink as much as that as I can until mm-hmm. I get to the gym. And then when I get to the gym, you know, I go in, I drink my water as I run and do whatever. When I'm done, I get back in my car, drive up to work, and on my way to work, I'm not drinking that coffee until I get back to my office and I can warm it up. Oh. Uh, but I only do. Well, doesn't it ounces. stay warm? It does, but I like it, mm-hmm. you know where it was when i remembered it gotcha (laughs) now here's one thing i did as a uh young teacher i i really like the idea of going to work you know every day you go to work and one of the things that symbolizes going to work is you have your stanley thermos that green stanley thermos yeah yeah and i even actually had the green stanley lunchbox that (laughs) you had the set i had football coaches in the past and like Bring your lunch bucket. We're going to work today. Yep. Oh, yeah. So I like that lunch mentality. Your hard hat and your lunch pail. But here's what you can't do. You cannot put cream in your coffee in the thermos. Why is that? It curdles. Really? Over time, it curdles. It's sick as a dog. You, I, I'm just, you wouldn't think. It's a good tip. So if, you, if you're a file thermos that, file that one away. guy, keep the cream okay. coffee separate. All right. As we're talking about healthy lifestyles, maybe transitioning to some some dieting and et cetera, et cetera, I wanted to talk about Couch to 5K because I knew that Chad had been involved with Couch to 5K, but now Mm -hmm. I recently found out that Scott thought that I was aiming that topic at him, which is news to me, so I'd like to hear a little bit about that. But Chad, start us off with you've already – You've already taken the couch to 5K journey with it successfully culminating with your participation in a 5K. True. Here, let me set my drink down first, and we'll talk about healthy living. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to say what's in the drink. Yeah. Is it a well? It, it's green machine. Uh, it's some MCT oil. <laughs> it's other therapeutics. Um, well, no, it, it's about that time where we're going to start to see 5Ks coming up. We're going to start to see marathons, half marathons. And you're thinking to yourself, how am I ever going to do this? Like, I'm, an, I'm a former lineman. Mm-hmm. I don't really run a lot. So how can I, like, I just can't go out and just run. Because if you just go out and run, you're going to punish yourself and your body's going to rebel. So a friend of mine who's like, who does triathlons and runs all the time. 
put me onto this Couch to 5K program. And really, all it is is an app from Zen Labs. You can get it on your phone. And the whole idea is you don't have to go out and run a 5K right away. You don't have to go out and run a mile right away. And you don't have to run the whole time. So it gives you a program that lasts about, I think it's eight weeks. And like for the first first few times, you're just, you might jog for 60 seconds, walk for 90 seconds, jog for 60 seconds, walk for nine, like do that for 20 minutes. And so you just kind of get down the road and you might find after 20 minutes, I actually went a mile and a half or I went two miles. Mm. But it's a it's a run walk kind of deal. So is the app regulating this for you? Like oh, you yeah. do you have your like earbud in and it's saying, you know, running in five, four, no, three, no, go. It, do, it doesn't do a countdown now. Peloton does the countdown and it's so much better. Really, really, yes. But no, what Chad's like, it'll be like, all right, start running, start running, and then it'll be like, stop, time to cool down. Mm. Yep. Okay. But as you go, so like week one, brisk five-minute walk, alternate 60 seconds of jogging, 90 seconds of walking for a total of 20 minutes. By the end, let's let's go week four, halfway. So brisk five-minute warm-up walk, jog for three minutes, walk for 90 seconds, jog for five minutes, walk for two and a half minutes, jog for three minutes, walk for 90 seconds, jog five minutes. So you've clearly gone up oh, yeah. from where you were. But then by the end, I don't even know why they have the last week because it's just run for <laughs> run a 5K run for 2.75 <laughs> miles or 28 minutes straight. Yeah. And um, then, it, then it's like run a 5K. So that's after eight weeks. So two months you give yourself like if you are at zero right now, give yourself two months. You can run a 5K and they're fun. I've run one. I had a great uh, time. I, I have I, run yes. one. It didn't Scott necessarily feel good while I was doing it, but it felt good when I was done. God. And I didn't break a hip like other people who ran in that same race. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh. Yeah. Which is my experience was that it gave you confidence at every step. So I think it's a daunting task. We're all former athletes, but when you when you stop, really, you kind of let your body just kind of go for a while, and you stop the working out. You stop it's magic, magical yes, over there. Sorry, yeah. You stop. <laughs> you stop the working out. You stop the running and all that good stuff. And then you're like, you know what? I want to get back into it. I mean, how many of us could just go and be like, hey, I'm going to run three miles a day, or how about this one? Run for thirty minutes straight. That's tough to think in your head. There's yeah. a mental block there, a little bit. And I thought that couch to couch to 5K was successful for me because it helps clear those mental blocks one stage at a time. It's a progressive working out platform yeah. that helps you get to that point. To I, Chad, you might agree to this. What I liked about it, I don't, I don't know if you're the same way. Like the first time you get to the eight minute straight uh, running, you're like, oh, oh man, like I got there. We go. It. I got to do it. I just did five yesterday. I can do three additional. Minutes, come on, man. We could do this. We could do this. And, yeah, so that's where that was really, really good to me, mm. I thought. And then, okay, uh, my first time, I got to run 20 minutes straight. Right. Did you ever cheat it because you didn't cheat it? But I would say, you know what? I'm not ready to go to that next stage. I'm going to do another week of this. And mm. that might be, like, on for five minutes, walk for two minutes, on for five minutes, walk for two minutes, something like that. Yeah. Like if you're not ready to go to the next week, you can just start yeah. back at the week you were. But I guess I was I was asked that question was posed from the other angle and that my typical pattern is that I'll decide, hey, I'm going to start getting back into shape. I'm going to work out tomorrow. Yeah. And then I work out at a level that puts me in like a body cast yeah. for That's what the following four or five days. want to do. And then after this, after I'm done being sore, I don't want to work out anymore. And then what's nice is they also have a couch to 10K. And then they also have a marathon trainer. Yep. You know, so there's, yeah. so you can just keep going with it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's whatever, whatever your goal is. Yeah. Then here's what else you do. You know, I have a Fitbit. So if you started on your Fitbit, It'll track your location, track your route, you know, give you stats, whatever. But then there's also this app called Strava, which is like 
it's like a Facebook for running. Huh. And so you post in like, hey, I did it's a community. So right here is one of my friends today. Jackson Township ran for 29 minutes, 40 seconds, 3.31 miles. Average heart rate, 182 beats per minute. Because that's linked to his Fitbit. Yeah, because as soon as your workout is done, like post it, to it, it posts to Strava. And Strava. then people can encourage you or like, hey, give you kudos. Hey, where you been? Right. Haven't seen you. Can seen Strava connect to Peloton or Fitbit or? I would imagine it connects to all of all them. them. That's yeah. what I was hoping. So it's, you know, and then I have this one friend who's just a runner and I look at their pace and distance. And I'm like. Isn't that amazing? It is. It is so amazing. Yeah. You know, I'm just not exactly built for that. No, I hear you. Um, yeah, I mentioned I I run in one 5K. It was a turkey trot a few years ago. <laughs> Scott ran in it. But yeah, the, the pace at which some people can go, because I felt like my goal was to be under a half an hour. I was just barely under a half an hour by like 30 mm-hmm. seconds. But I also was, you know, I got passed by a woman pushing a stroller. Uh, <laughs> Beth Sternberg stayed with me for a little while and then just couldn't couldn't take it anymore. So she pulled away and, you know, was was out of sight in 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 a minute because she's right. runs like a gazelle. Um yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, there's just well like here's a guy the ability. 30 minutes and 13 seconds, 3.26 miles. And we know this person. 128 beats per minute. I'm at 128 beats per minute in the cafeteria chasing down <laughs> the kid who threw the pudding cup across the wall. Uh, well, that'll be th- that'll be good updates if if we have uh if we're starting, you know, Chad, you're getting back on the Well, we we should ask our fans like do you want regular updates or should Chad just keep sitting on the couch? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, one of the things we wanted to talk about today was the NFL draft coming to Cleveland. I'm going to put that out there. Is there any hesitation because of uh, a possible future guest that we may have? Do we want a table? I think we use it as a teaser. I mean, the draft is coming to Cleveland and it's going to be fantastic. Because any event in Cleveland, whether it's an all-star game, championship parade, they do a fantastic job. It is, job. isn't it? They Great do. Great job. I, all right. Let me ask you this. Are you – I don't know how, you, how to word this, but is there a little bit of like a lackluster feeling with this because of – man, there's so many things that – COVID is taken from us and there's so many things that you're still worried about which are all I ain't worried about nothing I'm vaccinated <laughs> which are all important things but what I'm saying is like we're going to have this thing this month yeah and there's still so many unknowns like how many people are, are going to go out to that like how many people it can it be as crazy as what it should be or would be had COVID not taken place I Okay, I so I think I, I I think I see the picture you're trying to paint, is that, yeah, it's going to be Cleveland does an amazing job at hosting these large events. However, here is a chance for Cleveland. They're hosting the NFL draft, and yet, is it going to be like a not tarnished, but an asterisk by it subdued because yeah. it would have been amazing. It's going to be good. Because Cleveland does does a good job with that kind of thing, but it could have been amazing, and because they're going to limit attendance, yeah, I just don't want like at the end of the day, I'd be like, man, we could have really done that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like Michael Stanley just passed away. Like I'd imagine that they, even though Michael Stanley was, I mean, a big time Cleveland person, I gotta imagine there'd be tributes all over that place. Yeah, for stuff yeah. that he could do. Is that still possible? Are there bands coming? Normally. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's right down the road. Would yeah. we have had? Well, it's going to be right next to it. But it, would we have had? Or would we have concerts? Yeah. So it's going to be closed. The Great Lakes Science Center. Yep. And the Hall of Fame are closed because I think they're going to use those facilities for 
for the draft, draft operations, oh, either operations okay. or draft parties or so those facilities are going to be used. They're just not going to be used for what typically used. Now, let me say this, though. I do think that, you know, we've almost come full circle here with one whole year of of the, the pandemic. And, you know, it's, it, it'll be amazing what is written, you know, years down the road. I do think and I'm excited to see how they end up and Goodell gets he gets slammed on so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But think about how we operated the the NFL draft last year. First off, people were like, "No, you need a you need to pause on that. Like, <laughs> don't no, we're going to do it." Yeah. Yep. They did it. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. We all watched. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and you you had people selecting people from their houses. Like you remember like Oh, uh, Miami, Flores. He was in the. He's like in his like not his living room, probably his office at his house. His kids are like in the background. Yeah. Yes. And they just you know the quarterback from Alabama. They just selected. Like, like I just think that this whole thing. Yes, part of me is going to be thinking about what the what is with Cleveland. Like, if we if this was a normal what, year, what it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But I'm just going to be like, man, a year we're still like we're actually doing it. I bet you all the NFL, all 32 of the NFL teams will be present at in Cleveland some way, some form. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing now that a bunch of these potential first-round draft picks are going to be present in Cleveland during this time. I just think it's amazing just to say, man, a, a year ago. the and, and people were, I mean, Goodell was probably getting ridiculed for for saying, no, we're going to go forward with this. Like, and we're going to do an in-person. Yep. yep. Yeah. We're not doing that again. We're going forward with it. Looks yeah. awesome. Now, last year, you know, it was Roger Goodell in his sweater, <laughs> in his leather chair, in his library with a little fire. You know, as the draft wore on, he got a little looser and oh, looser. Yeah. You think he was drinking during the draft? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the speculation. I don't have a problem with Goodell. Having a couple of drinks during the draft. All right. Well, okay. So when they introduce Roger Goodell for the first time, are you booing or cheering or silent? I'm not a fan of booing. I'm not. I think he eats it up. Really? You think he loves playing the villain? Yeah, I do. I don't. I don't know many people that that love the villain role. They might. They might act like they do, but deep down, man, they they don't want to be booed. All right, let me ask you this. This is a great point. How much do you think, without looking it up on your phone, Roger Goodell makes a year? $50 million. $40 million. I will be the villain any damn time you yes. want to. Right? <laughs> Pay me that. I will be your I'll Scott be... Hall, NWO, walking out. I will yeah, be you, Hulk Hogan yeah. turning heel <laughs> every time for $40 million. Yes. So the, you... Do you feel that would you boo Roger Goodell? Well, when I think, he comes I think out, are you that's a, are you booing? I, I've heard that on a lot of like the talk shows. Uh, you know, I'm not. I could care less. Here's here's what I'll say. What is the best run sports? And I'm not saying this because I'm a former football player. What is the best league, professional sports league in the in United in the world? Pro football. It's pro football. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can't argue against you. Yeah, it's it's pro no, football. So, like, I think in, in this especially when we were growing up in the early 90s, basketball had everybody. Yes. It wasn't yeah. even close. Wow. Just Jordan, Magic. And then I think baseball came around a little bit with yep. the steroid area era. Yeah, I mean, it kind of got yeah, a little Bonds cr- and yep. McGuire. And but Sosa. I'm telling you, there is yep. a long run here. That mm-hmm. football is not even close. I mean, it is just crazy. Yeah. And, look, and think of what they've overcome. Concussions. Yes. Domestic violence issues. Yes. Um, you know, this uh, Kaepernick taking a knee and just, yeah. just the tearing of part well, of different sides. CTE of and all, yes. all that. Yeah. No, no, no. We're, we're still number one. There's a guy that's led us that way to that place. Now. They have another issue, though. How about the NFLPA telling all their players, do not report to any voluntary 
off-season workout. The NFL has no leg to stand on anymore. No, Why? because they had fewer injuries yeah. last year. <laughs> exactly. Doing it virtually. Yeah. You just break people down. All right, so the PA can say that. But if you're a guy that's like scratching it on clawing, the bubble, yeah, are you showing? I think you. I, how many? How many times do you see? There's people. I think if they're worth anything, they're they're in that they're in those those facilities throughout the off season. Yes, I, I don't want to say daily, but that'd be. I mean, that'd be a great question to ask an NFL guy. Like, all right, how many times do I see Aaron Rodgers if I'm at if I'm in Green Bay, well, not a lot lately. He's hosting Jeopardy. Yeah, <laughs> doing a great job, by the yeah. way. Doing a great job. But like, how many times do I see it? Like, how many times? Mm-hmm. It, and then compare that to maybe when Brett Favre first started and mm-hmm. was around there. Like, I get those guys probably go off. They probably have to get away, debrief. But I'm telling you, I, that might be part of their case too. Like, we're, listen, we're there. Right, it's we're not still like we're learning. Not doing it, like I'm lifting right. for you, you know. Well, they had to submit their workouts. You know, they put all the sensors on them. Yeah, you yeah. know, these guys run and lift, and all this data gets uploaded about them, and the strength coach sees it, and that's crazy to me. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty advanced. All right, hey, hey, part of that's just seeing these guys up close. Mm-hmm. And you guys have seen it. I mean. You know, we've gone out to see my brother. Just some of the people that they've had on the team, you're like, that dude, that's not, a, that's not a human being. You know, it. So you go to NFL, and it's like six times that. Think about it, like some of those guys are like, so like when's their body healing? Like in, in like, how are the bodies healing of the people that they're hitting? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, but they're hitting guys equally as freak of nature as they are. Yes. And it's it's the modern day gladiator situation is what football has become. And it's amazing. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for the draft to be in Cleveland. I think uh, you have tickets, right? right, BG and I, I think we're trying to plan a day of it. But you had to reserve tickets. So you had to download the app Mm -hmm. and then. So they're restricting attendance. The tickets are free, but they're only allowing so many to be acquired. And so I got two tickets for Friday afternoon. I think the time window for me is noon to four. Um, we we decided- now will you see a pick? Yeah. Okay. Wait, when's the first night? Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be in the second round. Yeah. Nice. Um. We kind of just that was a little bit of a group decision of just instead of trying to get up there and and get there for the first round, just let's just plan a a Friday. You don't have to work that day. Yeah, no, not (laughs) going to work. Way to to call him out. (laughs) I don't work for you anymore, Chad. Is school Uh, not in session? I don't. (laughs) I don't have to answer that. I don't work for you anymore. Um, So yeah, but it was an interesting process. Of acquiring those tickets, you go there onto the using the app, and it shows you the, all the time windows you can choose from. A bunch were sold out already by the time that that I got on there. Now, do you have to like demonstrate that you are safe to be there? Mm. I didn't have to submit any. Uh, do, you, do you remember what it was? Where, where did you go? The it's called the NFL One Pass app, and so you have to download the app, oh. and then you create an account with the app, and then it's then there's all these events that you can register for. And so each one of those time slots is an event. Um, but normal questionnaire, but there was an interesting, an interesting question near the end was um, by the time the draft occurs, will you have be fully vaccinated, partially vaccinated or not vaccinated at all? Mm. And I'm not sure if there was a prefer not to answer option, right? But they were asking. They want to know. Which, yeah. Which was the only COVID-related part of the questionnaire. Now, let's, didn't Major League Baseball just come out and say if 85% of a team gets vaccinated, that they don't have to wear masks in the dugout? Really? Yes. That's interesting. And a lot of those protocols are lifted as long as you're around the team. Like, like you're, you're – 
organization has now has herd immunity. Now, what do you what do you think about some of these people who think that them demonstrating they have to have a vaccine to do certain things like maybe travel or get into events or go to a concert, um, they they think is just an infringement on their rights. All I know is I heard Chappelle and Rogan talk about even like this time last year, not this time last year, probably in the summer, they were doing or they're doing comedy shows. Mm -hmm. But everybody had to have a test. Yeah. You had to have a test. Wear a mask. Mm -hmm. When you sat at the table, they might you may have or may not have allowed them to take off the mask. I don't know. I couldn't tell. But. It sounds like it went really well. Yeah. And like nobody felt that it was an infringement on their their rights. And my only thing with that, and I know that you're probably going to bring this up a little bit, Chad, is we're used to that working in a public education. Mm-hmm. You have to get vaccinations for your kid to come to school. Absolutely. And if your child doesn't get a vaccine, then they're, they can't come until they do or you sign some release saying that you're not doing it for whatever reason. Now, I'll give you another example. My first day as a cadet at the Air Force Academy, you know, you show up with nothing and, you know, they give you everything, including a bunch of vaccines. You walk down the hall, you get a shot in this arm, you get a shot in the next arm, and you move on. Like, there was no choice of you're infringing. Like, what's the difference if I go to, like, a steakhouse that says you have to have a tie-on? Is that infringing on my right to be there? Like, I just find the whole argument very interesting because we have done this for decades of requiring people to demonstrate they're healthy and that they've been properly vaccinated to not spread these things. But for whatever reason, we've gotten to this place that... It's it's now a thing. Yeah, and like we've I, lived with this forever. Yeah. I don't I think that there's just a natural pushback. I think human nature, you have a natural pushback of when somebody says you have to do something to get to do this, to come into this restaurant, to well, to go do what you want to do, you have to do something I want you to do. I think there's a natural pushback, but... Well, I do things like stop at the stoplights on my way there. I drive on the right th- side of the road. It's like, uh, what? what's the term? Is it like a societal contract or yeah. what societal norms? You know, just things that to operate in society, we all kind of... Need to do these things. Handshake agreement that we're going to follow these well, rules. fist bump now. Yes. Socially to tip, tip our hat from the first and third baseline. Uh yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel that initial like, oh, that's kind of bullshit. But then, you know, there's a second and third thought in my mind that says, well, but then if I want to go, I'm going to do it. Okay. Right. You wanted to be, you know, you wanted to join that branch of the armed services. So that's what you had to do. Okay. It's the deal. That's part of the, yeah, it's cost of doing business. I want to go to Europe this summer. Yep. Yeah. Maybe not right now. France is in a lockdown, but. <laughs> eventually yeah so yeah i think that there's an initial pushback always and i think that's human nature and i think that'll always be there but then it's just it just comes concept. down to it is it just comes down to if you feel that strongly about it then don't, don't do it do it but if you would if you want to go to the draft true Get your vaccine. Get, your, get yourself. And not that they actually said no vaccine, no draft. Right. They just asked the question. Yeah. But it makes you go, hmm. Well, and you know. Yeah. You know they're looking at the answer. Yeah. The fact they asked the question is going to rile people up. Your priority just, just went asking, down. What are you doing? Yeah. Are you, you, like, you tracking me? Yeah. Different colored ticket? <laughs> <laughs> You're not winning the 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stand over here. Yeah. Although you brought up Major League Baseball, I thought that that's that eighty five percent. You know that leaves fifteen percent of your organization to make that choice. So if they don't, if they are adamantly against it, it's not going to be like it's not going to be a detriment. You're holding up the team. Mm-hmm. You need to go. They didn't say a hundred percent. 
So they left room in there for people to, I guess, stick to their decision and yet not penalize the group. Unless you're that one guy that puts it over, puts you at 84%. Right. (laughs) And you're you're waffling on the decision. You'll have people on each side coming at you. Come on, Steve. Stay strong. Stay strong. Did I see some of the... I want to say that some of the first base or third base lines, I, it might have just been one team. Um, my father-in-law has the MLB game day thing where you can watch. It, go, it cuts in and out of every game. So yeah. I can't I can't quote you what team it was or what city it was, but I'm pretty sure they had on the going down to the third and first base line, get backs, hashtag get backs. Really? Well, our friend John Grove told us, you know, this thing isn't going to be over until yeah. the majority of the world is vaccinated. Yeah. Friend of show, Dr. John Grove, mm-hmm. World Health Organization. Shout out. <laughs> our resident great. epidemiologist. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, hey, let's finish things up with um, with a little food and drink review. I think we go around the table well, can, here. Can, I we, uh, we all, uh, can we take a break first? So oh, You want to get a refill? Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Uh, we'll be right back with the conclusion of the Throwing Stones podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We are now refilled and reloaded for our next segment. We're going to talk some restaurant reviews. Uh, I know, Matt, you you just had a great meal with the uh, your lady friend. Mrs. Miller, and uh, why don't you tell us about where you went, what you had, and what it was like? Well, I don't want to do that, because that was not the restaurant I had in mind for this uh, particular segment. Okay. I have a different one that I would like to highlight today. Well, let's highlight it. So, school counseling department Mm -hmm. celebrated school counselors week with uh, being uh, treated to lunch by our boss. Thank you for everything you guys do. Yeah, no problem. That was weeks ago, by the way. Um, but we've got finally got around to having lunch together. Oh, that's nice. It was nice. We got to eat outside on the patio of the 3737 Kitchen. Oh. For those of you who don't know, this is a student-run restaurant oh, yeah. at Perry High School under the direction of uh, none other than Chef Adam Cron. Oh, sure. They do a terrific job down there, but no Was this like a special tasting event just it, for counselors? You know, it wasn't. Um, they are... <laughs> they put together a, a new menu to carry out the rest of the year and they are open on Fridays only. Um, I had what's called the everything, everything bagel. And oh. it, it was just a bagel sandwich with one layer after another of delicious. What was, what was on goodness. it? Yeah, it was bacon, hash brown, fried egg. Uh, I think you had avocado on there. Over easy, sunny side up. Or scrambled? Um, not scrambled. Not over easy or something. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Did the yolk drip through? It did not. Oh, see, I'd love it when it does that. Yeah. Me too. It did not. For as much stuff that was on it, it, was, um, it wasn't messy. Okay. Now, some of my colleagues got the, uh, the steak tacos. They were amazing. I got the street corn as well. Big recommendation on the street corn. If you are looking for somewhere to go to lunch, I would highly recommend uh, looking up the 3737 Kitchen located at Perry High School and, and treat yourself to a Friday smorgasbord of some really good food. And that's open to anyone? I believe it is open to anyone. Can you um, eat inside now? I don't believe you can. It's just pickup. It's pickup or outdoor seating. You can oh, that's right. eat on the okay. patio. Nice. Yep. So it's carry out and outdoor seating. But yeah, it was it was legit. Now my drink review, uh, Paradigm Shift has only in twenty two ounce bottles. Where's Paradigm Shift? Paradigm Shift located in Maslin, Ohio, on North That's Avenue. A restaurant or it is a brewery. brewery, but they do serve food. So they they uh, they have a you know a small menu of some really good kind of like tavern style pub style, yeah, stuff there. But uh, their tiki tonic, ooh, is there like the island juice that's been um, aged in whiskey barrels for a year, a 
and then they put out this limited release 22 ounce bottles. Oh wow. It, yeah, it's 10%. <laughs> so please, paradigm shift. Please just, drink responsibly. Just found it's uh 128 North Avenue. There we go. It's massive. They do good work. Mr. Malinowski. Yes. Good guy. Good guy. So that's my uh my two reviews. Two. Yeah, I I'll I'll give uh all right, what you were alluding to earlier was a little kind of uh, uh, restaurant crawl that my wife and I partook in, uh, what is Oakwood Plaza? In Oakwood Square. Oakwood Square. It's got, uh, it's going through a major facelift overhaul modernization. Yep. Yeah, they're doing good things over there. They're trying to pass some, uh, some legislation to open up a, a kind of a DORA zone. I don't yep. know what DORA stands for. Do you? Do you know what DORA stands for? I think it's an acronym. It's It allows you to drink outside. Drink outside. Yeah. Walk around from one place to another. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, where'd you go? What'd you have? So, we started off at the Bistro, which is like the original restaurant that's been there forever, even when the plaza didn't really have anything going on. Um, they have survived there. It's It was it was great. We had some, what did you have? We had the um, uh, fried green tomatoes. Mm. as an appetizer and um the uh, steamed mussels and i had myself a apple old-fashioned and it was it was delicious very nice yeah dora really stands good. for designated outdoor refreshment area <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's like my patio is a dora yes it's designated i'm gonna rename my back patio dora <laughs> Chad, what are you doing? Oh, just hanging out with Dora. Yeah. Dora's real popular. <laughs> so we went there and then we went to uh Royal Docks Brewing Company has a has a place out there. Well, we went there, uh, then to Talake Pake, and then we finished at Shale, who has like a joint brewery slash coffee house. Uh the coffee side was closed when we got there, but the brewery side was was open. I can attest their coffee's excellent. Yeah. Well, that that goes with the beginning of this episode. We've come full circle. Yes, yes. Their coffee is, and what they do is on some of their drinks they put the chocolate covered coffee beans char. Wonderful. Ooh, Are you sure that's chocolate, or is that the special beans that you were <laughs> talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's not the uh, from the bat guano or whatever. <laughs> so that's my review, Scott. Yeah, we went out you? to. Uh, Jailhouse out in Worcester. Unique spelling. Yes. J-O-A-L. And uh, it is the former Wayne County uh, Police Department. Old building. And right beside it is a uh, a tavern um, that is telling these gentlemen has a Special place. We went and ate there before we won a big football game when I was an athletic director. So um, we went back there this time to a steakhouse. They have a tavern and a steakhouse. The steakhouse is in the basement of the former police station. It's kind of a cool setting. You go down there. It's real dark. Uh, you know, old stone walls. Yeah. It's just, it's really cool. Uh, it's a steakhouse, so there's not much on the menu other than steak. So uh, I had the ribeye. Uh, Lauren had the prime rib. One child had the sirloin. It was amazing. Uh, very small menu, but very good. Uh, really cool atmosphere. Yeah, so, sounds like it. Built uh, in 1865. Wow. Wayne County Jail. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. And, uh, you know, that was, I've, I've done this a couple times. Uh, my kids have swam at uh, Freelander Park that's out there. It's a really cool outdoor hmm. um Swim complex, really cool. When we were down there, we ate at a place called Broken Rocks. It's in a similar um, area, but the downtown Wooster area has really taken, probably similar to what you were talking about. The um, am I saying this? The Oak Park, Oakwood Square, Oakwood Square. Um, it's probably been similar. They they are just renovating everything. Yeah, and they, they've done. There's some really cool places. I'm looking forward to getting back up there. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah. Mm. Fun fact about the, the old. Um, you know it's country. good when they don't have any decimals on their prices on the menu. No yeah. decimals, <laughs> just dollars. 
dollar dollar bills. <laughs> Just market you price. Know, you know what was interesting? I love this way, and th- this is probably another sign, too, that it's probably good is, so, like, when you order, like, your ribeye, you're just ordering your ribeye. Mm-hmm. And then you have to order your side. Mm, I'll take a salad or, okay, what kind yeah. of salad? Like, that's another side. You want a Caesar? Yeah. House salad? Do you want a side with that? Well, I guess I'll get a baked potato. Or, yeah, no but problem. it's a different. I mean, you're paying, yeah, you're paying for everything separately. Everything's a la carte. Yes. So, I thought that was pretty cool. But I, I had a really good meal there. Yeah. I'd like to try the truffle fries. Amazing. Get, totally game changer. And that's you know, I was trying to tell my I was trying to tell my kids, like that's something that I remember having when we went out there before, you know, yeah. The last time years ago during football season. And oh, they were I mean, it's just amazing. It's it's I think it's fried in like a mushroom. Mm-hmm. The oil that's extracted from a you know a truffle and it's just it's so poured over it. So good. good. With Parmesan. Now, unfortunately, uh my restaurant review is one that is lackluster. I would I would like to talk for a minute about the rapid decline of Taco Bell. Okay. Okay. I've I've had Taco Bell twice now in probably the last two months. Both horrific experiences. Well, A, they got rid of the Mexican pizza out of concern for packaging. Okay, we all know paper is a renewable resource. So we're not doing environmental damage because of the box that the Mexican pizza comes in. Okay, so they they cut that from the menu. Ridiculous. This is research-based? I mean, that's, that's a true thing? Well, whoever their scientists are, who knows? I'm just saying, you didn't ask the person at the drive-thru, why'd you get rid of the Mexican pizza? Oh, no, they did like a whole press release, you know, because now they're getting environmentally conscious. You know, they're only sourcing things that are organic and blah, blah, blah. It's just ridiculous. Uh, The other thing they've done is they've cut certain chicken products. Like, you cannot get a shredded chicken burrito at Taco Bell through the drive-thru. Again, ridiculous. So, on our way to Holiday Valley, we stop. We're a family of five at the time and we didn't go crazy it's just give us a couple tacos give us a quesadilla like a cheese quesadilla and the bill i'm like it's like 48 bucks really a taco bell huh? a taco bell mm. like that should be like 100 tacos <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not the not the taco bell i ate at growing up no no it's changed and it's not for the better than today on our way home from a lacrosse game in Avon Lake, very nice, you know, place, whatever. But uh, we were in Parma because we had to stop, and we stopped at this store, and there's a Taco Bell right next to it. So we go through the drive-through, probably the slowest drive-through ever. Yeah. Uh, it was so bad. Like you would take your order, you would go up to the window, pay your money, and then they would give you your food, and then they would take the next order. They they couldn't get like multiple orders done. And so I decided, well, I'm going to try the Crunchwrap Supreme. Like, that's supposed to be solid. Okay. Yeah. Weak. It was weak. It was not not anything I'd heard about, not anything I had anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like I'm done with Taco Bell. Do you I'm think over. I think Taco Bell is going to go bankrupt. You're, you're, you're shorting Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is like a, the GameStop thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're done. You're calling it. They, they calling have it. changed for the worse. They're going to zero. <laughs> yeah. Just like just like Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> not making it six games <laughs> right. for the Steelers. Yes. I don't think Taco Bell makes another six months. <laughs> if you have if you have stock in Taco Bell, sell now. Sell. They're coming after you, Chad. So I got a question though. Bring it. I was uh, involved in a group chat a couple months ago where my friends were ranking, and I'm not big on fast food breakfast. Oh. It just makes me feel like crap the rest of the day. Taco Bell ranked pretty high on their – I mean, we might have to get Mike Edmonds back in on this, but I'm pretty sure they ranked pretty high on – 
that list. Really? I, there's, if you had to give me five places to pick to go for breakfast. I would not pick them. Taco Bell ain't hitting my list. And that's why, to me, that's why that sticks out in I'm my head. I'm not saying when, I'm right. I'm, no, I know. I'm, I'm uninformed. Chad, you know who has the best fast food breakfast. According to. Me. Okay, well, <laughs> all right. So in, <laughs> tell, in, the, tell in this, yeah, that's, in what this, else do you need to know? In this chat that I was a part of, mm-hmm. they say, A, number one, the steak, the steak bagel sandwich from McDonald's is like nothing you ever compares to it. Really? I was a big fan of the bagel sandwiches when they came out. That that's what the I was told. Pepper jack cheese. That there's some, look at this. Some look at this. I just tried to log into the Taco Bell website, and it says, "Sorry, we're a lot busier than usual. We'll try again in a few minutes." Their, their internet. They their, can't their even let me on their website. <laughs> All right, so they're saying Taco Bell breakfast is good. Yeah. The only reason why I bring that up, I mean, if we're talking them catastrophe, like. They are going to be shutting all the doors they in Taco should. Bell. I, I, and I, and you know, but you know what else I'm seeing is like you go down, you go down Lincoln Way into Canton, and some of those Taco Bells are strictly not strictly the the morning Taco Bells, but the signs outside all say Taco Bell breakfast. Yeah, indicating that there are probably a Taco Bell that you can stop there early in the morning and get mm-hmm. the breakfast. Now you can get a breakfast. Yeah, I can't even log into their breakfast menu. We're experiencing higher than normal traffic. It's your since breakfast when do you have to menu. log in to see a menu? I'm I'm trying to get to their website. No, no. Have yeah. you guys tried the Wendy's breakfast? That ranked. Uh, that got no. up pretty high. There was a lot of satisfied individuals with with uh, Wendy's. The the breakfast baconator is a game changer. That's what I heard. That is bacon. Piece of sausage, an egg, cheese, more bacon, mayo, brioche bun. Oh. If you eat that in the morning. Brioche I mean, bun, what is that? It's just a type of bread. Okay. I mean, you'll probably need a nap at nine, but. Yeah. That's why I can't eat this. You oh, will man. feel. No way. Right? Like, you don't need to eat lunch. Like, if you eat that at breakfast, don't eat lunch. Well, and just don't look at the number of calories. Now, friend of show, Ken Carmen states he's truly a, a sick person because he is the guy who will if he orders a burger or whatever he will pull it out of the bag and eat it on the car ride to wherever he's going instead of waiting to going where he's going yeah I, I, i'd like to say ken and i uh, we share that same yeah i'm guilty yeah me guilty. too I'm guilty doesn't that's, everybody that's do that? Right. I think so. Okay. If it not the whole thing, you're you're reaching into the bag. You're pulling out fries. You're, yeah. You're grabbing a nugget. Something. For sure. Okay. And you get that good French fry batch. Oh. You can't just eat one. No. Chad, do you think you have a little bit of uh, your, your memories of Taco Bell have created this, this level that they can't live up to now in your adult no, your adulthood. It's, it's been and... a steady decline. It's like watching. It's like watching a loved one slowly dying of <laughs> Alzheimer's or dementia. You know, they've forgotten who they are. Hey, Chad, uh, just want to bring this up to you. You talked about pricing. I brought up Taco Bell social media on the throwing th- on the throwing stones Twitter account. They're they're right now advertising one dollar beefy potato Ritos. So basically, it's a it's a burrito that has uh, it looks like they're hash brown potatoes in mm-hmm. with beef and cheese. One dollar. Sign up today. See, look, I, you know who had the best <laughs> breakfast burrito? Chick Fil A. Never had it. It had the hash brown in it with some sausage and scrambled eggs, cheese. Like it. Uh, peppers? Yes. Yeah. What about I, salsa? I like salsa. That, that, would be in the, that would be in the pouch. Yeah. Okay. The problem with the McDonald's sausage burrito is you, you never get a fully soft shell. Like one end or the other is always hard. Hmm. I do like McDonald's. You guys get into burrito, McGriddles? Though. Never got no, into that. I don't either. like doing like the sweet with the yeah too sweet. It, uh, yeah, I never had a McGriddle. I, 
not attractive. I mean, I've eaten them. But that's how you know you don't like them. That's a good point. But nothing. And like, if you're gonna do breakfast, just go to Pete's Diner and get the super German fries with peppers and onions. And then what you do is you take your eggs and get them over easy. And then instead of regular American cheese, you get pepper jack cheese with a little hot sauce. And then you let the yolk permeate through all the potatoes, the onions, the peppers. You should absolutely do that if you've already tried to go to B and K. I've I've compared them. I've compared them. Pizza's better. I've had both. If we're comparing things, like, can we go back to Taco Bell real quick? Like, I think Taco Bell has the best cheese for like the nachos, like the best nacho cheese sauce. Oh, it's so good. It's the best. Okay. And it's probably like what they get at Marks. Yeah. Yeah. You probably just pick it up. It, comes, like those. it comes in a barrel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sam's Club. Yep. It's so good, though. Yeah. It goes on everything. Well, obviously. Now you're comparing this to the potato Rito, like you just smother it on. Oh, yeah. They go through <laughs> For sure. But where else are you having nacho cheese? Well, okay. So El Campesinos would be different because that's a, that's a queso dip. I wouldn't yeah. technically. It's a white queso. I was an athletic director. Every concession stand has nachos. That's yes. where that's True. where I hope you were going. Yes. And uh, yeah, they always have like a jalapeno flair to, mm-hmm. to it just doesn't. It's not like, well, that. OK, the jalapeno flair that you get at the concession stand guaranteed to give you heart problem or heart. Uh, I heartburn. think, heartburn con- I think concession stands screw up the temperature. Oh, I yeah. always think they're under. They're l- it's lower than it it should be. It's too yep. thick, and it's- that's probably a good thing. Yeah, good yeah. or a good observation. Yeah. All right, best hot dog in the federal league. Mm. Uh, well, I'm go- I'm going, uh, and you're going to say I'm biased, but I'm going North Can because they they're the only ones I know that serves the Burtman's Stadium mustard. Yeah, I I actually very like yes, I would I would probably agree with. So not because of the hot dog, sorry, not because of the hot dog, because of the condiments. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's an all beef dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and they have the Burtman's mustard. Nobody else has Burtman's mustard. Yeah. Give me Burtman's mustard, a little ketchup, and some relish. Good to go. I, they have a good. They do have a good concession stand. I will I will say that. Um but if we're talking like strictly hot dogs too. Um and it's Sugardale by the way. North Canton is a big Sugardale. I think we all are really yeah, in the federal league. You have to be. Before I yeah. left we were all looking at potentially getting Sugardale as a as a league-wide sponsor because oh, wow. they're in all of our um concession stands. But McKinley at the Hall of Fame field. I mean those I think I think they're bigger hot dogs. They, they, they're oh, good. like in Foster, uh, yeah. Johnson controls. Yeah, Tom Benson. Tom, yep, Tom Benson. Uh, very good. But um, ran the gamut there, didn't I? But all right. So like, if, true. I can see that. Like the dog. They yeah, got, they got access to a little bit better product than have, Tom Benson than they do a typical high school. Yeah, stadium. they have like an actual food company that comes in and and services their concession stands during games. Yeah. How do we feel about Boardman's concession? I was just going to bring that up. You're going to go it's ahead. The best. It's the go best ahead. ever. So they don't really, yeah, they don't really have a concession stand. They have like open like, food trucks yes. or food trailers. Like, it's like you're at the uh, fair. Elephant yes. ears. Mm-hmm. Elephant waffle, ears. Waffle cakes. Yeah, waffle cakes. Uh, <laughs> no, French fries. Funnel cake. Funnel cake, yeah. yeah. French fries. They have your hot dogs, your drinks, all that good stuff. I, I think it adds to a really cool atmosphere it's really cool however they're one of like maybe they have to be like under one or two percent of high schools in america that have that because 99.9 percent of your high school concession stands are run by your band booster clubs mm-hmm. is that and, true oh it's got to be oh or i'd say probably you could throw in some athletic booster clubs that might have yeah the okay. capability of, of doing that yeah i don't think it's it's big business. It's big business. Yeah, I, I, I remember imagine. there's there's a lot of arguments going back and forth. When we were on a roll, two state our uh, state runs, and some people were making more than we were bringing in on the gate. 
uh, because you know the state takes their money right. out of that. So mm-hmm. not the concessions though. Ooh. No, what that's about parking? Oh, that's where we were really smart. <laughs> so yeah, you're allowed to pay, and you should, mm-hmm. because um, and, and people can get mad at that, but those people got to understand the state takes their percentage over eighty percent is going out back really? to the state. You're left there getting probably less than what you would get on a normal turf rental, mm-hmm. and then you know you're you're trying to appease the marching bands and all that kind of stuff and, and work with them but at the end of the day like you got to try to make as much money because those things don't come around no they don't you know it's it's hard and when they're gone they're gone for a while and right gotta try to maximize and people i you know they get frustrated why am i paying to park for a first round playoff game you know well, you're paying two bucks yeah quick masters update it's Spieth, Shoffley, and Zalatoris, and all tied for second at seven under. Matsuyama, minus 12. Five shots out after hole 12. Comfortable. Cruising at this point. Don't screw it up. Uh. Stop. 